I know that the stuffed animal or the baby blanket or the baby doll is not the end-all be-all, but I want them to have something that makes them comfortable in the moment. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to help that person that is going through a really rough time. And if that means piecing back a stuffed animal together again for them to have it for 20 to 30 more years or so on, then that's what I want to do. Hey, Mama. What do you think of when you hear the word success? Fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? Advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning? Maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So, whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey, Mama. Do you want to make a change in your life, but you feel like there is no way you could add anything else in the mix? I get it. That's why I created a simple list of 10 habits you can start today that help produce big change, even in the chaos of motherhood. Go to shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits to get a copy sent straight to your inbox. That's shannoncarruthers.com slash momhabits. Hey, Mama. If you're like me, you want your home to be nice and clean without having to worry if what you're using is safe for your kiddos. I want to tell you about a product I bought back in 2018, and my family has not been without it since. It's called Force of Nature, and it's made from salt, water, and vinegar. And it's an EPA-registered disinfectant that kills 99.9% of germs and replaces most of your other cleaning products. We actually call it magic spray at our house because my boys say it works like magic. Force of Nature helped me make it through potty training and toddler messes. And now, because I know the ingredients, I don't hesitate to ask my boys to pitch in, even if I do have to repeat myself a few times. They grab the magic spray and use it wherever they need it. I've teamed up with Force of Nature to offer you 40% off your startup bundle. Simply use the code SHANNONC40 at checkout. Head over to shannoncarruthers.com slash magic spray for more information. That's shannoncarruthers.com slash magic spray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Successful Mama podcast. I'm Shannon Carruthers, your host, and I have the most amazing guest with me today. You are absolutely going to love her. Her story is so fun, and what she does is just magical. Like, as a mom, I promise you're not going to want to miss this. Nicole Adams is here with us, and her business is the Stuffed Animal Clinic of Madison, uh, thank you for joining us, no, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So if you want to start and just tell our listeners about you and a little bit about who you are. Okay. Um, well, I was born in Oklahoma and my mom was pretty young when she had me. So we ended up um, living with my grandmother, my grandparents until I was about nine. But that's kind of where my my love for sewing and um 
just the arts and craftsy types stuff really just became a part of who I am. Um, I used to like sit down and watch her make me smock dresses and she would teach me how to make like Christmas ornaments and um, of course my kids are not really into that or at least my oldest <laughs> isn't. My youngest wants to so bad. Um, but yes, I, I grew up with them until I was about nine and then my my mom ended up getting married and um, I moved in with her with her new husband and that's kind of when things went downhill a little bit not because of my mom but um, there was some abuse happening and so that I think that is why my my business is so close to my heart was because my baby blanket became my my safety you know yeah. it was like what I went to when um when things were happening or when stuff got really difficult for me to handle um and so there are even till this day i still have my baby blanket oh my goodness <laughs> and um but my when my um my youngest was born she was a very sick baby like just constantly sick and so I begrudgingly had, you know, gave her my baby blanket because it was the only way she would That's sleep. so sweet. It was literally the only way she'd sleep. I don't know if it was because it smelled like me yes. or if it was because it was so worn and soft and right. cozy. But um, needless to say, she wore that thing down to threadbare. And I was like, I was devastated because I was like, I'm not getting rid of this. It's mine. Like, this is yeah, mine. absolutely. Well, it had it carried so many memories and yes. like and safety. Yes, like such it a still feeling. had that feeling behind it. And so I ended up um kind of encapsulating it in a new fabric. Like I took a week to pick out this fabric because I it was like it still has to be soft. It still has to be like like cotton and cozy and and um I literally cried while I was covering this because it was um my mom looked for this blankie probably like 10 times online to try to get me another one and she could not find it because back then you didn't really know what you were having right and so it was like it was a it was a neutral like greenish color but it was one of those peekaboo teddy bear blankets Aww. and so like the bear would open and close its eyes and um so i <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing but when i was um Closing him up into this fabric, I was like, bye. Because <laughs> it was like I was having kind of like a little, like a little kid moment, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, and so I, I encapsulated it because my youngest still couldn't sleep without it. It was like, my blankie, my blankie. Yeah. And so it became so hers, which is so it, sweet. It did. It became hers. And so I, I recovered it, and she is eight now, and she still sleeps with it. Oh, my goodness. And she just, she was like, it's just so cuddly and cozy. And and um, I, I think if I hadn't have covered it, like recovered it, it would we would have had to have thrown it away. Right. And I would have been devastated. It would have been like like losing a family member to me. That's how... Such an important thing to yes. you. It carries so much. I'm curious, you said that when you were encapsulating it, like you're crying during the process. Yes. Do you feel like that was renewing for you or was it sad or like what, what kind of emotions were you like considering that as a... A transition maybe kind of like you or I, I don't know I'm I think 
I was, I felt more a feeling of thankfulness Mm -hmm. that I did have the skill to be able to keep it longer because I knew that emotionally I wasn't sure. Um, I knew I, I knew I would have gotten over it eventually, but at the time it just felt like such a loss. Like, like I could literally start crying talking about it. And so, um, and it was so special because, you know, my babies got to sleep with it because my first slept with it for a little while. And um, so when I would get her to bed at night, like she would cuddle with it, you know, That's and I would so lay down special. with her. Yes. Oh. And it just has so many memories. Right. And um, I had such crazy, awful pregnancies. And so it was just, it was just so special to be able to share that with them, you know? Yeah. And, um, and now that my youngest has it, it was just kind of like, I got to the point where it was getting so threadbare that I would hand wash it and then I would hang it to dry. Oh my goodness. Because I was like, this thing's about to fall apart. I have to be so gentle with this. And so um, then that got to the point where it was too much for it. And right. so I don't know what it looks like now because it's still it's still in that fabric. But um, I've had to like mend that fabric maybe like once, just like a corner started coming undone, mm-hmm. you know. But other than that, it's it's really crazy because um, I think when my youngest was like four or five, I think my oldest was just being, she wanted to annoy her sister. Okay. And they started tugging back and forth on it. And I went, stop. That, <laughs> like it was just. That this. is a moment when yelling is 100% okay. You don't do that. <laughs> it was like this guttural, like, <sighs> emotional feeling, and they just both stopped and stared at me, like, like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. We're like, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> and so I was like, hand me the blankie right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so I had to put it up, but then, you know, when it was time for her to go to bed, my youngest, then yeah. I gave it back to her, but I was like, this is too fragile. We can't do that, and it's right. got to... But even, we went on a... um we went on a, a cruise before um, COVID, and this was before my business or anything like that. And um, I let her take it with her because I knew that there was no way she was going to sleep on this boat with without it. And I, I literally, when we were getting ready to get off the boat to go home, I had that thing in my hand, my oh, my sure. arm. I yeah. was because she was like, "Why can't I hold it?" And I no. said, "No, this is mine. No. I've got this." <laughs> no, I was like, "If you put this down and we lose it, I cannot replace it." Wow. And she goes, "Oh, okay." And I, I was just I, like, I I think I like put the fear of God in yes. her, and I was like, "If we lose this, this, <laughs> you is, know? this is very important." Yes, and so um, she let me hold it, and then as soon as we got in the car, I was like, "Now you may have it." Yes, we got it <laughs> off the boat and into our own space. Uh, yes, now our space. Now we're good. I understand because we so we have two loveys. Yes, um, we have Rusty is my oldest son's, and mm-hmm. it's a like Target special that they carried for years. It's a bear and we named him Rusty. We even had Camp Rusty 
which was my very favorite birthday party of his when he Aww. was three. And we literally did all things because it was a line that they carried. So they had so many different products with like his little face on so it. So it was kind of easy. So to it was put easy it to put it all together. Yes. But then we also added our own little touch of, and it was, it was the best birthday party. But anyway, so he has Rusty. And then my youngest has a little bear that, um, my dad and stepmother brought back from the mountains mm-hmm. and his name is jim bob the frank <laughs> i love it i love AKA it aka jim bob which got shortened and now occasionally he's jimby um that's just, adorable you know but jim bob the frank gray named him when he was probably two maybe i don't know he's had him a while too. and the three. names are serious oh it's very serious like so, i have some customers that like, are like no that's that's not it. Like, if I just call it, like, bear, no, they're like, no, that's not its name. I'm like, oh, <laughs> dang it. I thought I looked through. Because I, oh, I try really hard yeah. to make sure that I get their names right. And so I'll go through all my emails and my messages. And sometimes I don't catch it. And they're like, no, that's not its name. That's and so then I'll go back and I'll fix it, like, in my post. But, yeah, I oh, always feel I always feel so bad when I get it wrong. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard to, like, yeah, anyway. So Jim Bob, let me let me get back to him and tell you that Jim Bob needs to come and visit you. Um, well, he is more than welcome. Yes, but we couldn't find him this morning. He was. Oh. We've looked. He, he was ready to come and see you the other day, and yep. then I gave him back to them, and then now he has he's hiding somewhere. He went on a, an adventure across, you know, who knows the mountains or something where they've stuck him in a backpack and they've gone, <laughs> you know, and done Do you something know my with him. Does that? She sticks everything in backpacks. It's yeah, they they pull out like ten pairs of clothes and try to shove them in yep. there. I'm like, where are you going? Well, I'm going on an adventure. Yep. To the other room, and you need ten pairs of clothes. Yeah. Anyway, it's fun times. But yes, Jimbo is too. missing. Anyway, so I I wanted to to lead into that and tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do and kind of how it got started. Well, um, unfortunately, it kind of started on a sad note. Um, my my grandmother ended up passing away. Um, not due to COVID, but um, she ended up, ha- you know, we found out really late that she had cancer. And so two weeks later, we ended up losing her. Oh, and so hard. she was always like one of my biggest fans. You know, she just, she, I think she just really loved that I had a lot of the same likes and, you know, mm-hmm. and hobbies as her. And so, like, I was one of the only family members that, you know, she taught how to make her pickles. And I, I'm i really old-fashioned with stuff like that. And I don't know if it's because I did grow up with her. But, um, yeah, there was just a lot of things that we had we had in common and that we we would do together. Like, we would come together every year and make Christmas cookies. And I, I still try to do that with my kids now. And um, so... When she passed, I was having a really hard time, and um, my youngest is a little bit of a <laughs> stuffed animal hoarder, mm-hmm. just a tiny bit. A little bit. Okay, yeah. got a few. And so she would always come up to me and say, um, Mommy, can you please doctor this for me? And so I started thinking about it, and like, I was like, I wonder if this is a need. Like, I wanted to do something meaningful. Kind so you of- kind of wanted to... You wanted to have a part-time job at this point, or you just wanted to do something to honor your grand. Like I wanted a hobby okay. to kind of, I wanted something to do to keep my mind busy, 
but also I wanted something that was meaningful and that was giving back to my community. Okay. Um, so it wasn't about the money. It was about no. At the were, time, okay. it was it was absolutely not about the money. It was it was about helping the kids in my community, um, because I initially started, be, you know, thinking about um, like all the parents out there that have um, a lovey that's falling apart. Hi, nice to meet you. That's me. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, what are you? What are you looking at? That's me. No, my kids come to me all the time and are like, "Mom, can you fix this for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, put it in that stack over there." And the stack has now grown. Uh, it's been a long time, and I still haven't fixed any of them. So, I, people like me need you so much. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but that no, was very. Fine. Yeah. So people that moms need this. Yes, I, and I just started thinking about that, and um, I I wanted to do a test group because I had done some research on like starting your own business because I was like, you know, maybe I'll make a business out of this. And so um, I I was on like a, a mom Facebook group. And so I said, okay, ladies, let me run something by you. And so I kind of gave them the gist of what it was going to be. And I literally have like 200 comments wow. within a few hours. Like, yes, please. Oh, my gosh. I'll be your first customer. I'll be your second. I'll be your third. <laughs> and so I was just like, wow, okay. Well, this this seems like there is a need for this. And so um, I think within a, like a few days, I kind of got my stuff together and, um, you know, I'm, ar- I'm already like a, a big crafter, so I didn't really have to buy a lot of stuff. I already had like like 100 needles and thread and all that stuff. And so um, I started um, putting it on Facebook. And I my first few customers were from that mom group. Okay. And then I just took a few not very good pictures. But I posted in What's Happening in Madison – and I think within a day or two, um, someone from Rocket City Moms contacted me. Mm-hmm. All I could think was like, is this person legit? You know, so <laughs> so I had to like go and do my research, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, she does. She does do this. And so um, I did a story with her and then um, she posted it on their website. And then all of a sudden I started getting... That was like a catalyst for you. Like yes. it really just exploded from yes. there. Yes, that's when people were like, oh my gosh, I had no idea this existed. I I need your help. Like I am obsessed, yes. you know? Same. <laughs> I was telling Nicole earlier, I was like, I'm like huge fan, like fangirl for sure. Because I think it is such, it's such an amazing thing. Not only the fact that you just mend these and you clean them and, and all of that, but like, you're a magician. Like you take these things that are like beat to pieces and don't even look like anything and you turn them into I love what they were I love a good puzzle. I love a good puzzle. It's like, amazing. It's, it's like, uh I I like kind of just like zoning in to that one thing and like piecing it back together. But I'm always the type where I'm like this has to look professional. You know, yeah. I don't want it to look like like I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You know, and so um, I always just, it, if I mess up, like if I don't like the way the stitches are, if they're not clean enough for me, I will unstitch it and redo it. Wow. I, because I am way too much of a perfectionist. But 
I feel like that's why my customers have, I have gained their trust. Yeah. And I, they recommend me to so many people because a lot of my business is word of mouth. Right. And, um, so in a sense, I'm, I'm glad that I am a perfectionist. I feel like that is a, like just a part of my job now, but it can make it kind of time consuming. But do you, let me ask you this. This is with perfectionism. I think it's easy to like constantly beat yourself up. Yes. What is your, what is your mindset on that? Like, do you, do you accept the fact pretty easily? Like, oh, I made this mistake. I'm going to go back and fix it because it's important. Or do you tend to like get frustrated with yourself or how, how do you emotionally Um, deal with it? In the beginning, it was, um, I think I didn't have enough confidence in myself just when it came to everything in life. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I always doubted myself, like, as a mother, as a wife, as a homemaker. Um, just except for when it came to crafting, because that's one of my, you know, my things that I really, I really love. Not that I don't love my children, you know. Of course. But it's like, it's one of those things that I've been doing since I was a kid. But, um, I think because I was doing it for other people, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And um, I did start having problems with um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I I kind of had to learn to let the small things go. And so instead of, I, I learned that if I noticed a mistake, right off the bat, I would just, I would just like redo it. And um, because before I'd be like, well, maybe we can fix it towards the end. But then I'd be like, no, I can't fix this now because I'm already to the end. And now how am I supposed to fix this? Like it's in the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I I think the quicker I was able to catch the mistake, the less, um, I don't want to say pressure, but the the less anxiety it would cause me. Yeah. Less weight it carries. Yes, for you. exactly. Yeah. So um, I think I've just learned over time that it's it's okay. And if I do get frustrated, um, I put it down. Yeah. And I'll go work on something else for like an hour, and or I'll I'll start cleaning another stuffed animal. And um, while that stuffed animal's um, like soaking or whatever needs to be done with it, um, I'll come back. Gotcha. With like a new set of eyes, right. you know, and right. and just I've calmed down. Yeah, I've like gone and had like a cup of tea, or like I've sat down and just kind of taken some breaths, you know, and then I'll come back and all of a sudden I'll be like, okay, I know how to fix this now. Yeah, you know, like I I, I just kind of can see it in my head, like what I want it to look like, and for somehow it ends up working out. Um, the way it should. Yeah. I think I've only maybe that I know of, I've only had like two customers that I think they had something else, you know, in their head that they wanted, you know, even though we had discussed in great detail, but I think I've only had two customers that were kind of disappointed in the end. I can't even imagine that because everything that I've seen that you've done like well, you said, they were really old, and I, uh, I think they wanted 
what they had before when they were a child. But there's only so much you can do. And that's, you know, and that's that's what I try to tell customers, too. I'm like, now, I'm not here to make this look brand new. Right. Now, sometimes if it's new enough or if there's not quite as much damage, then I can. I can bring it back to life. But it's but if it's really old, there's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're so threadbare, I have to patch or right. I have to. Some people really appreciate that type of character, though. I and do. I love it. Yeah. And so and also it still looks like they're, you know, they're lovey. And they're, they get to have it for longer because yes. now it is functional. Like you can yes. move it and not have to worry if it's going to fall apart. Yes, exactly. Like oh no, this thing just left, lost an arm. <laughs> right, exactly. So and, so I'm curious to know when you said that you at the beginning were mm-hmm. not as confident. Yes. How has the business grown your confidence as, or has it in yourself and has it transferred to other areas of your life or has it just been, oh, I can do these toys, like I can take care of these toys and make them like new again or has it transferred to other areas of your life as well? I feel like my customers have been the ones and I know you shouldn't depend on other people for the way you feel, but I feel like it's just human nature, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think my customers trust in me. It has is what has really given me this confidence of um like I'll look at a stuffed animal and I'll be like, Yes, I can I can fix it, but I cannot make it look new. Right. Like I just I I give them the absolute honest truth. Yes. You know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna um make it sound better than what it is. Like I give them a list of what I can do to make sure that it won't fall apart anymore. And a lot of times the customer is just like Yes, please. I just want to be able to cuddle it again. Right. Like without fearing that I'm going to rip it, you know? And so a lot of times there's a lot of work that goes into that because they're so threadbare. And sometimes like I have to do with some of them, like what I did with my my blanket, I have to completely encapsulate them because they're just... They're just strings. But they're still there, which is they're still shaped. Yes, they're still shaped like the stuffed animal. And like... It looks like they're literally in pantyhose, but there's still like a nose and a mouth and eyes. So I can still get, you know, the gist of what it looked like. Right. And um, a lot of times they'll send me an old picture. Mm-hmm. And so to I try to, your, yeah, yeah I try to match up the colors and like the texture. Because texture a lot of times is a big deal when it comes to these things. That's because, true. I hadn't even thought of that. Because, you know, my mom used to tell me that like, I think she would rub her nose on her blanket, you know, like she would do this while she was going to sleep or, um, you know, there's just different things that you do right. to comfort yourself with the stuffed animal, whether it's like rubbing its hand or, rub, you know, or, or just cuddling it, yeah. you know. So I realized I had to be kind of. I had to be kind of careful with these things. And so if I know for a fact, like, it's too it's too old, I'm more than likely not going to be able to find the right material. Right. Um, I just tell them I will do my best to find something similar. But because of the age of the stuffed animal, the, the fabric is not going to be um, faded. 
-hmm. It's not going to be worn like this is, but it will help stabilize the stuffed animal and then you can keep it, you know, as long as you need it. Right. Because that's always what I try to put forth in my business is that I'm all about mental health Mm -hmm. because that's what my blankie gave me was um it kind of held me together mentally and emotionally yeah and so i want others to have that as long as they need it and that's why i'm always like you know you don't have to go through these things alone even if you do have like a stuffed animal to help you through i realized later on down the road that you know, that helped me when I was little, but as I became an adult and you have more things stacked on top of you, you need a little bit more help. And so I'm, I tried to teach, you know, there is no embarrassment when it comes to having to go to a psychiatrist or having to go to a therapist or if anything, it is going to make your life fulfilling and it's going to, um, it's going to make your family happier, you know, because you're you're going to be actually be able to be there for them because you can you're being there for yourself. Right. Processing those emotions yes. and taking care of yourself is such a an important thing. And yes. like making sure you're doing the work to work through those things rather than just pushing them down. Over and that's and over. what I used to do. That's what I used to do, too. Yeah, I would just keep pushing it down until I would blow up. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, it would be on my husband. Same. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, honey. I, I know. <laughs> and, and afterwards, I'd be like, I don't know where that came from. Like, I'm so sorry, but I was such a people pleaser that like I would hold on to those emotions and like the things that would annoy me or the things that he said that hurt my feelings and then I would just blow up on him. Right. And so it it took me it took me quite a few years to realize that I needed help. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, but it was after I had kids that I was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I need I, I need more help than what I needed when I was little. Right. You know, and so I I know that the stuffed animal or the baby blanket or the baby doll is not the end all be all. But I want them to have something that makes them comfortable in the moment. Yeah. Like I want to be able to help that person that is going through a really rough time. And if that means piecing back a stuffed animal together again for them to have it for 20 to 30 more years or so on, then that's what I want to do. Yeah. And so I just, I just try to make sure that they know that, you know, it, it might not be gorgeous when I'm done, you know, um, I will try to match up the colors, but there's a very big possibility, especially after COVID. Trying to find different colors of fabric has been really hard. I didn't even think of that, how yes. challenging that it, must have been. There was a huge um, shortage. Like, yeah. I would go to Hobby Lobby, and there would be, like, nothing. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> owning a business, period, during that time frame was, was, was pretty challenging hard. for just about any you know anybody in that yes. situation. But, yeah, shortages. Have you seen it's getting better now, you feel like? Um, a little bit. Um it's gotten a little better, but not to the extent that it used to be. Like used to, I could go to Joann's or or Hobby Lobby and I could find exactly what I needed. Right. Um, 
But now I really have to kind of, I have to think outside of the box. Yeah. You know, so it's like sometimes I have to, I have to go to, um, um, like thrift stores and try to look for stuffed animals that, you know, are like someone just gave up to a thrift store. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you new life. Wow. You are going to be now a part of the stuffed animals. That so, is so cool well, that you're like repurposing them and... Well, I try really hard because I also am very frugal and I I like to keep things out of landfills if I can, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I try to reuse what is already available, yeah. you know, instead of buying new when there's already so much out there. Right. And so I'll bring it home and I'll clean it like I would someone else's stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. But um, then I, I kind of... I take the the fur or the you know whatever yeah. yeah I'll deconstruct it and and that's also some of the time consuming parts of you know my business and I think sometimes people don't realize quite how much goes into it oh it's so much I yes imagine. it is it's... it's so much and um it can be very difficult but Oh my gosh! When I when I get it right, I'm like, yes, I got this right. So it's you so know? rewarding. Yes, it is so rewarding. I and love fulfilling. a good a good before and after. And so, just so you know, we will link your um, Facebook page, your website, all of that, oh, so cool. that okay. everybody can go and check out all of the before and afters. They are amazing. I'm serious. You're you so need to sweet. go look. Thank you. So that will be in the show notes at successfulmamapodcast.com. And you can check those out there and I'll link you to, you know, all the other stuff. But I did want to say the before and afters, you've got to go see them. They're so good. Okay. So you're talking about being frugal. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how you like to save money for your family. I, I may have done a little creeping on your, your Facebook page <laughs> and found a few things that I want to chat about, but tell me what, what do you do to save money for you, for your family? Oh my gosh. So much. Um, well used to, it was, you know, I would, try to save money with groceries, but uh, I think we all can feel the pressure on that oh right now. My. That has gotten so hard. <laughs> um, so hard. I have just accepted that, that that is no longer an easy way for me to save money. Right. So um, I groom my, my dog. Mm-hmm. I have a um, half poodle mix. And Aww. so it got to the point where... Um, I could never get him into a groomer. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch like 50 YouTube videos. You know, I'm that type of person that usually if I put my mind to it, I can figure it out. Yeah. And so I just like I would I would practice a little bit like with his face, you know, and um, the different techniques that I would see on YouTube. And so finally I got it to the to where I wanted it. And I was like, OK, he looks he looks half decent. Yeah. I'm really happy with this. You know, and it saves so much money. Yes. It's so expensive. Yes, it saves me probably eighty dollars. And with my my oldest dog, thank goodness we we have pet insurance because she has had a lot of health issues mm. lately, and that has been like she has been a part of my life during um some really hard times i had um i had two miscarriages and so it was having her was just what i needed you know i needed like my oldest daughter didn't need me quite as much you know and so i needed like something that, that i could take care of you know and 
um, kind of take my mind off of it. And so um, we also, like, we bathe her. I clip their nails. I'm constantly cleaning their ears. All I'm, the things. Yeah, all the things. So that's, wow. that is a huge money For saver. Sure. Um, I, like, I trim my own hair. I don't get my hair colored anymore. I saw I saw a Brad Mondo reference. Yes, <laughs> I love him. Like, I watch, I have watched so many of his videos. I have watched more than, yeah, I've watched quite a few. Yeah, even one of my friends was like, I'm so glad you posted that because I've been wanting to figure out how to cut my own hair. And I was like, well, his, I was like, it works. Yes. I mean, I got really brave and it. Or stupid, you depending on how, you know, it's <laughs> it one or be, the was, other. Yeah, I can go either but way. Initially, I'll say it was brave the first two times I did it, and it was stupid the last time I did it. So, because <laughs> the last time it didn't turn out good, but I learned to highlight my own hair. Did you really? I did. It was really challenging. I'm, I'm all about, I'm the same, like all about YouTube University. Like you can learn just about anything you want to learn if you're willing to put your, you know, Put some time into yes. it and effort and just practice, like knowing that it's not necessarily going to turn out right the first time, but the more you oh, try Oh, if you it, had seen Silas the first time I groomed him, you'd be like, oh, oh like, my gosh, oh, no. what happened to this dog? <laughs> yes. So I, I was like, it's hair. It'll grow e back. Exactly. It's fine. That's kind of the way it was with mine. I was like, you know what? If I totally mess it up, it's fine. Whatever. Yes. So I learned to highlight my hair and I, I have done mermaid colors in it a couple times. Oh, that's cute. Which was fun. Um but it was a lot of it was out of being frugal because I I know how expensive it is to yes. go get it done and I know how expensive the upkeep it is. Yes. And in doing it, now I understand why, because it is a process and it is an art and like hairstylists yes. like I'm like, Oh yes, I understand you you deserve all of that money. Yes, absolutely. Um but they work hard. And also, um I have a friend that's a hairdresser and all of their supplies have gone up. Oh, yeah. And so she took a picture of just maybe like five or six things. Mm -hmm. And it was over $100. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And I was just like, how? Yeah. And I used to not understand. I'd be like, why do they charge so much? All yes. they're doing is this. And it's like, no, there's so much more to that. Not to mention all the time they took learning that skill. Yes, exactly. And anyway, so I can get off on a whole other thing. But we're talking about saving money. So doing hair. Um, yes, I, I trim um, my children's hair because I have two girls. Mm -hmm. My husband doesn't trust me with his hair, so he, <laughs> he still goes to a barber, but um, which is really funny. He wouldn't even let me do it during COVID. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he was like, you are not touching my head. <laughs> I think he watched too many um, like podcasts where wives like just really ruined their husband's yes, hair. Yes. And I was like, but you know me. I'm usually really good at this stuff. And he was like, mm -mm, no, no. That's hilarious. So, yes, it was. <laughs> he, he had me dying a few times. I was cracking up. But, um, yes, I I trim my girl's hair. I trim my hair. I don't get my hair colored anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm going gray. But That's you great. know what? I'm proud of Rock it. it. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? At least I'm still here for my hair to be turning gray. You know, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to find something to be thankful for about it. I love it. And I love like a good gray hair. Like it's yes. so pretty. I was like, at least it's like silver. Yeah. So, you know, it. You're rocking it well. Yeah. It looks great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I, I do my hair. I do my girl's hair. I do my dog's hair. <laughs> that sounds funny. But um, I. I mend all of our clothing. Okay. I I usually well used to 
I feel really bad about this, but used to, I would hem all of my husband's pants, but it got to the point where I just couldn't find the time. Mm -hmm. Like once I started my business, I was like, you know, it would be put in a pile and then like, but I would have a stuffed animal that was, I really had to finish. And so then, but it would be like every day, I really got to finish this. I really got to finish this. And so, um... He was like, fine, I'm just going to take it to somebody, you know, and even though I knew how to do it but I, and I felt so bad, but it, it ended up working out in the end because there's there's only so much time in a day. Exactly. And I think that we as moms feel guilty for that yes. a lot of the times like, oh, I, I need to do this and I need to do that. But ultimately, it's so important to be intentional with your time. Yes. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to take things, you know, pants yes. to get amended elsewhere, even if you know how to do it. It's okay to go get your haircut somewhere yep. and save that time because it's not just about money. It's about your time yes. and your sanity, you know, your mental health, making well, sure you're not overloaded. Well, and I also started doing the math. I was like, okay, so if I finish, like, these few stuffed animals, I'm making this much money, and if I, you know, if my husband goes and gets his hair done... It's like not even half of what I made. It's mm-hmm. it's so much less. And right. so I'm like mathematically it's you know it helps me and it's exactly. she, it, you know it's not that big of a dent you know into like what I made right. for that week or whatever. Right. And so I, I was like there are some things that I'm just going to have to accept that I have to let somebody else do. Yes. Absolutely. And so I I, I do spend a lot more money on my kids than I should. So there's a lot of things that I I shouldn't um, splurge on said, with them. Said every mom. Said every <laughs> mom that there ever yes. was. When when our like closet looks the same as it has for years, and they have all yeah. the new cute clothes, and yeah, I I now I will say I do most of their shopping at thrift stores. I love thrift stores. I do too. There's. <laughs> so many good deals and so many fun things you can find. Well, I think there's just, there are a lot of people out there that, and there's nothing wrong with this, but they they make really good money and they maybe didn't grow up with needing to be frugal or needing to find different ways or different av- avenues of finding good clothing or, you know, um, like I know when we were younger, the different name brands were a big deal and it's not really like that anymore right it doesn't they don't really care what brand they're wearing i mean both of my kids yeah they just they want a certain color or they want it to be a certain (laughs) it may change as they get older i'm Uh, sure no daily it changes daily well i meant like the name brands you know the desire (laughs) for that might change a little bit so a lot of the stuff that i buy them because my my husband is very tall and you see how short I am. So um, they got that from him. So it got to the point where I couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, when my oldest was really little, um, you know, I didn't have, like, a side job. I was just a stay-at-home mom. You know, we didn't make a ton of money. Like, so I would, um, I would go and pick up just, like, fabric that was on sale at Hobby Lobby or fabric I found at thrift stores and I would make her dresses and that was kind of what she would wear for for picture day or but 
I loved it though because um, like the teachers would be like, "Oh, you look so cute." She and then she would like twirl like, "Oh, my mommy made oh, it." Oh, that's so. And you you were so proud. And I'd be in like, "Yes, moments. yeah." I was like, "She likes it," you know. Now they're like, "No." <laughs> So, which is a good thing because I don't really have time for it anymore, but my youngest still wants me to make her, like, Build-A-Bear clothing uh-huh. and stuff like that. So, I try to find the time to do that or she'll want, like, diapers for her baby dolls and I'll still try to, you know, make time to make those things. Right. Um, Because I'm like, I've got, like, a pile of old sheets right here that, you know has a hole in it and we don't use anymore and you know it still looks brand new except for the hole and um so like i'll usually like deconstruct it and turn it into like baby doll diapers that's such an opposition to our society's mentality now of like oh i'll just use it and throw it away and be done and go get something new. See, and I can't, I can't stand that. Yes. I, I, I mean, which, for, for me. Which I, is so fitting for your business and yes. what you do. It's so perfect. I love it. I love your story. I love, I'm, I'm serious. I'm like a huge fan. Oh, and, you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, I want to move into and ask you the big question of the podcast, because success looks more than one way for all of us. And I think it's so important that we as moms don't just look to everybody else. Don't just look at what society presents us with as this is what you should do. This is how you should live your life. Mm-hmm. But like really question, what is it that I want? Who, you know, based on who I am and mm-hmm. what I need and what do I want my life to look like? So I want to ask you, what is success to you? That's a hard question. Um, I think success to me is really my customers. Um, I look at my Facebook page and I look at other people's Facebook pages and I love the fact that I don't compare. Um, because my my business is kind of like a, there's, there's a, there are more people that are ever since they have like found my page or the people on TikTok or I think there's, um, there are several other like bigger um like tiktokers that do the same thing that i do and um so there's more people out there that are you know trying to get into this type of business um but because it is such a small amount of people that do it i feel like i don't have as much pressure to be like other people mm-hmm. and um but i do look at other pages and i'm like oh well they have nicer packaging or they have nicer this but like i said i'm frugal so i try to reuse boxes and i use um like plastic bags for stuffing and um but i don't feel a need to apologize for that because i'm i'm reusing it i'm repurposing it and um i'm pulling things out of landfills and i'm um but at the same time i am gaining the trust and the love of my followers and they i think that is success to me is the fact that they are so supportive they are so loving um i have made several really close friends from my business um and I have found so many like-minded people 
So I feel like success to me is, is just the fact that I am able to give happiness and um, something for people to look forward to. Because yeah. they usually, they I, I get so many messages like, you have no idea how your posts, you know, turn my day around. That's awesome. So I think that's success to me. Knowing that on a daily basis, I am changing someone's day around. Like they were having a bad morning. Their kids threw like their food all over the floor and they were late to work. Relatable. And, yes. yes. Like all the relatable things that us moms go through or like even a, like I've had teenage girls contact me like saying I'm going through a really hard time right now and you just have no idea how much what you do just just really makes just it just touches something inside That's of me so special. I and love that. those are the mess those are the messages that i get when i'm i start tearing up because i'm like i've done something right today yes yeah for like, sure. like i've done something right and that's even though i'm not just specifically giving back to my community anymore i'm giving back to people that need what I have to give. Absolutely. And that's that's success to me. I love that. Thank you. That was so <laughs> that was so beautiful. Like I'm <laughs> Sorry, um, I know it was kind of scattered, no, but it was good. but yeah, that's that that's perfect. how I feel though. That's awesome. Um so tell everybody real quick if you don't mind where they can find you. Um and I'll add all of these again to the show notes at successfulmamapodcast.com, but where can they find you? Um well, my um my website is a good place to kind of get, you know, questions and answers and all that stuff. Um, so that is stuffedanimalclinicofmadison.com. And then on Facebook, um, it is uh, Stuffed Animal Clinic of Madison um, LLC. And I do, I do have an Instagram, um, and it's like stuffedanimalclinic underscore of Madison, but um, my following mostly started on Facebook, gotcha. and so that's that's you spend where more time. I there. spend more time right. there. I'm I'm an old I'm an old. I understand. <laughs> no, it's good. That's perfect. I'm like I'm, I'm too old to be like super in the news. I when it feel comes that. To I know everybody's been trying to tell me to get on TikTok, and I'm like, I know I should, but I'm not there yet. So I, I know I I think I've said that to probably 15 people. Yes. <laughs> Well, I have one more little quick thing for you that I wanted yeah. to ask you. This is a little rapid fire that I like to do. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, just just tell me whatever comes to mind. The first question Wait, is... no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> none at all. Um, what is your coffee order? My coffee order? Yes. Um, it is usually a, um, a uh, iced caramel macchiato. Mm. And lots of creamer. Lots of creamer, yes. <laughs> We, we've got coffee, and, and she had just a few creamers. So A few? A few. <laughs> it was perfect. I loved it. Anyway, I had to give her a hard time. Um, number two. Yes. How clean does your house stay? Honest- <laughs> That's a good <laughs> question. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, on average, n- no pressure. Uh, like a three? A three. Hey, <laughs> I feel that. I, I have... Like I said, I have I have two kids, two dogs. One of my dogs probably sheds like a chihuahua every day, like like a full dog yeah. worth of hair. Yes. We have to brush her constantly, and no matter how how hard I try, I cannot 
I cannot keep it. It's a lot. Yeah, I cannot keep it. And, okay. and also, I, I, I'm pretty sure I have, like, undiagnosed ADD because, like, I get over overstimulated or overwhelmed so easily. So right. I'll, like, walk into a room and the kids will be like, Mommy, why are you just staring? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, because I don't know where to start. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I that matches up with my story so well. I'll share a little bit of that with you okay. when we get done. But yes, it it can be so overwhelming. So I feel that. No worries. Um, question number three, a book or show you've recently loved? Okay, so I cannot read books because okay. I have a, a tendency to get obsessed mm-hmm. with them. And okay. so until I have finished it, like if I get really into it, Nothing um, else matters. It's the nothing book. else matters except for that book and me finding out what happened to these characters. So, um, so I don't really read a lot. I read, um, I do read not like really self help stuff, but um, I I try to like stay in the know on like helpful apps and websites and okay. and like kids stuff. You know, like um, things for my children. Um, I'm trying to think. Obviously, I'm I'm on Pinterest for like craft ideas for my kids. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think the last show that I watched, and me and my husband are kind of nerds, but um, we watched. Um, I think it was like 1899. I know people get it confused with another show, but um, it's kind of about of about like people that it looks like they're stuck in the Bermuda Triangle and oh. things keep. Like going backwards or something. Yeah. Um, but I think it was called 1899. Gotcha. Very good. All right. Last question. As moms, we tend to have a few random things that we've tucked away into our purses from mm-hmm. time to time. What's the most random thing you have in your purse right now? We used to. It would be diapers. But <laughs> that's not the case anymore. Um, the most random thing I have in my purse Probably like 10 pins. Yeah. I always have a pen. I love pins. I do too. Pins are my favorite. Yes. I have so many pins. <laughs> um, and also, I I seem to always have a small notebook with me at all times. Same. Because I am so forgetful. That's and good, so, though, that you're utilizing that for... Well, if I don't have time in the moment to get it in my phone, mm-hmm. I put it in my notebook. And then it, it has saved. That's awesome. Like so many times I've been like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh, but I wrote it down. Yes, I have this. I have this <laughs> yes. written down. It's a need and you're u- utilizing the tools yes. you do. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming. It was great. This I, was so much fun. Thank I enjoyed you for having, having me. you. Yes. And you guys, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We will see you next time on the Successful Mama podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember Mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.